what happens at the end of the match? What? How do you think the match ends? Um, Voldemort comes and kills everybody. Voldemort's not back yet. LeBron James. <laughs> LeBron James. And Todd Howard walk out on stage. No, the, it, it's... What's up, everybody? This is Zach. And Allie. With Nerd Cave, as far as I can remember. Woo! We're back in the saddle again. Yeah. We're back in the saddle. So we've been going through the Harry Potter series. Mm -hmm. We finished the Darth Bane, and we discussed just getting all the way through Harry Potter before yep. starting anything new. Yeah, so we're going to we're going to crank them all out right now. Yep. As far as I can remember. <laughs> yes. So if you haven't watched the three parts that were before this, go check them out. Yeah. You can watch them on Facebook or YouTube. Go all that good em. stuff. And there is a podcast version for go your listen. ears. But if you listen to the podcast, you need to go watch the animation. Here's, here's what you do. Pull up the podcast and pull up the video and just sync them. Yeah. <laughs> It's not like I don't put any audio. That's what I should start doing. No audio on the video. So you have to, you have the, to do both. Yeah. You have to do both. You have to do both. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, guys. We're getting into book four, mm -hmm. which is the Goblet of Fire. The Goblet, the Goblet of Bros. Bros. Gosh. Get with it, Allie. You know. And you already broke my heart before this it even has began. To, it has and, to, nope. Not my it mind. It has to happen. Not in my mind. Look. Look at me. I am the captain. I am the one that makes it. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm the one who draws. <laughs> well, I'll just stretch it. <laughs> All, right, All right. So, Gobbler Bros. Here we go, everybody. Okay. okay. So, we start off with um, a muggle man who is, uh, he's walking by this house, this, this creepy old mansion. He hears mm. some, like, weird noises, sees some lights, and he hey. goes, not quite. Ah. Um, and he's like, we got a lot to get through. Um, I'm just saying, like, we got a lot. Uh, and so he's like, oh, they're, those darn kids must be up there making a racket. So he goes up there, but he's he hears, like, these two dudes, and, like, they're, like, he looks in the door, and he sees them, like, peering over this, like, cradle, and they're like, oh, strange man, why don't you come on in? And then, uh, to make a long story short, uh, the snake comes up, and the weird, like, baby in the cradle is like, here's your dinner! And the snake attacks him, kills him, and then we cut to Harry Potter wakes up in his uh, in his bed at uh, Privet Drive. He goes... See, none of that's in the movie. I don't remember any of that in the movie. It is, but it's a little different. And then in the movie, they make him wake up with the Weasleys. No, I'm talking about, like, the... It, no, that that does happen. It, 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 they played a little differently. It's, like, the in the movie, the caretaker... I'm gonna... Hold up, hold up. I'm pausing this because we're talking about the movie. And then the movie, the caretaker, uh, it's, like... Yeah, he, like, walks up, and then he just... Uh, like Barty Crouch Jr. Spoilers. Uh, Voldemort and, Pettig and Peter Pettigrew they're like sitting in there and he's like there's someone outside. Kill him. And then they kill him. Oh. It's Yeah, it's like the very first thing after we hear Patrick Doyle's funky little arrangement. It's like it's like a slight little twist. on It's the theme but he puts a little, little spin on it. Mm. Love Patrick Doyle's work. Anyway. Oh. Mm. John. So. We. John. It's the first one that he didn't that he didn't uh, do John Williams. But. Um, yeah, that while it was good. <laughs> anyway, so um we wake so we wake up with Harry Potter. Well we don't. The we the readers wake up. I don't Harry Potter. I'm a married man. <laughs> we wake up well Harry Potter wakes up and we the audience are watching him. We're like, you know, wow, reading. That's creepy. That's like Pearl watching Steven sleep. <laughs> I like to watch you sleep sometimes all the time. <laughs> um and he's like, Oh man, that sure was a weird dream. I wonder why I had that. Whatever, I'm sure it's not important. Um uh, and then he's like, oh, wait, I think 
today's the day that the Weasleys are coming to pick me up so we can go see uh, the uh, Quidditch, like Quidditch World Cup uh, championship game mm-hmm. uh, because he had received a letter uh, a couple weeks prior with like, like the whole envelope is covered in stamps because the Weasleys don't know how to use Muggle postage. So they're like, oh, we got to put stamps. We're just, we're just going to cover it in stamps. Yeah, yeah. And they were like, yeah, in the letter, like we decided to write this letter because we didn't want a repeat of the phone incident from last year. Uh, which I did talk about in part yeah, three. Yeah, okay, he cool. Did, he did, he did. <laughs> as far as I can remember, I did. <laughs> um, right, gone on our own show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so uh, uh, then, you know, he's getting packed and he's getting ready to head out. And then knock, 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 the Weasley show up and they're like, hey, it's time to go. We're going to go off on adventure. See, we're picking you up in this car. We can, we can hang with the muggles. And the Dursers are like, please leave our house. And so they take Harry. They go back to... Uh, the the borough, geez, um, not good at space. the borough. The the borough. Yeah. Okay, so they go back there, and Harry sees you know all these fun familiar faces. He sees uh Hermione. He sees Ron and all the different Weasleys. He sees Ginny, who is the seven foot tall. Ginny no, Weasley. she went back to short, and Harry's like, "Wait, you're like normal size again?" She's like, "Yeah, it was a magical growth spurt, and now I'm back to normal girl size." We have to. It's important for her character. I'm sorry. It is. Her her aura is still seven foot tall. You can have that. Continue. It has to, it has to happen. It doesn't. Her things will not make sense. She's not seven foot tall anymore. She never was. <laughs> it was a delusion. <laughs> All right. If we keep at this pace, I'm never going to get through this book. <laughs> she's seven foot tall. Let's so she's go. not seven foot tall anymore. And so. Uh, they're like, oh yeah. So Mr. Weasley comes out and he's like, yeah. So we are we're meeting up with another magical family that lives, you know, in the country. You know, they live, you know, a couple miles that way. And Harry goes, oh, who's that? And he goes, oh, it's the Diggerys. It'll be um, Amos and his son Cedric. And Harry's like, oh, I remember him. He's that the the Hufflepuff Quidditch seeker dude. Now, yeah, 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 I know him. Um, and so then uh, they meet up and there's they surround this boot. And Harry's like, why are we surrounding a boot? It's a boot. And they're like, oh, it's a porky. And Harry's like, what's a porky? And they're like, what you talking about? What you talking about? <laughs> and they're like, oh, well, it's a, uh, you know, it's this, it's a magical device that lets you. Tra- well, actually, they don't tell him, but we, the audience, will learn that it's a magical device that transports you from one place to another. And then off in the background, we hear, does anyone know what foreshadowing is? <laughs> it's a literary device used to uh, introduce something that will be brought back later with more importance and relevance. So. They grab the shoe, they get, uh, you know, swirly, swirly, woo, porky magic, and then they land in this field, and Harry goes, oh, cool, that was weird, and I feel sick now, but that was cool, you know, new way to transport, <laughs> That's, you know, I can live with that. They, you know, they go their separate ways, the Amos is like, okay, we're gonna go set up our tent, and Weezy's like, cool, we're gonna go set up ours. And so, they set it up, um, like, they, and Harry's like, this tent's really small, like, I appreciate what you guys are trying to do, but there's no way we were all going to fit in this tent. Yeah. And Mr. Weezy's like, Harry... Harry magic. I was like, oh, okay. So uh, they go in the tent. It's like the TARDIS. It's bigger on the inside. Let's see. That's not the only Doctor Who parallel between those two because in the movie, David Tennant. See, I keep forgetting he's in there. Mm-hmm. But it's been a long time since I watched. It's good. So uh, anyway, so they're all chilling out in the tent, and uh, Harry's talking to Fred and George, and they're like, uh, they're like, hey, we, we're gonna make a bet. We, we got to go find this dude because we're making a bet. Yeah, bet. So they, uh, Harry hangs out with them, 
and they go find this guy named Ludo Bagman. He was a former Quidditch player, now Quidditch commentator. And he, uh, he's, he's, he's a, he's addicted to the pills. Sure. So, (laughs) but his pills are actually just sweet tarts. Yeah. So they're talking to him and they're like, here's how we believe the game's going to go. Because the Quidditch world cup final is between, um, Bulgaria and Ireland. Mm -hmm. And, uh, they're like, look, Ireland, their team is great. Bulgaria. Yes. They do have Victor Crumb. He's this very famous seeker. He's like best seeker in the league. Yeah. And they're like, but here's how we, be- the friend George, like, this is how the game's going to go. Luda Bagman's like, okay, lay it on me. And they say, uh, Ireland will win the match. Like, Ireland's, Ireland's going to win the cup, but Crumb will catch the snitch. And he's like, that is ridiculous. That is the dumbest outcome I've ever heard. Sure, I'll take you on those odds. And they're like, okay, cool. So they make this huge bet, a lot of money involved. Uh, and Harry's like, that, why are you guys making that wager? Like, look, we, like, we've studied, we know what we're doing, and we need this money from him. And Harry's like, suspicious but okay don't be suspicious don't be suspicious suspicious. (laughs) um and so then uh flash forward to the game uh they brought these things called looking glasses yes they are called looking glasses as far as i can remember (laughs) um and there's these cool little uh like telescope binocular things that uh they let you like do instant replays of what you just saw and so it's good for like watching matches. So you're like, oh, I want to see that person do that cool like flip again or whatever. So it lets you do that. Yeah. They're really cool. And so, there was this one Irish guy that was just pegging people with potatoes the yeah, whole time. Yeah, the, the entire time. <laughs> the whole time. And Ron, the entire time, like he's like watching the match, but he's also like kind of rewinding it and watching that on the, on the side. Um, and Ron, Ron's like freaking out because he's such a huge Victor Crumb fanboy. He's yeah. like, Victor Crumb is the coolest dude ever. If I ever got to meet him, I would love him. I'd be his best friend and nothing would ever make me jealous of him ever in my life. I heard that he has like a tattoo of Victor Crumb on his like lower thigh. He does. You know, so. He actually does. Yeah. He also has other tattoos that get confirmed in book six. <laughs> <laughs> Half joking. Um, uh, They're at the match and they're doing like, you know, they're watching. He's like, this is the coolest day of my life. I love sports. I am in love with sports. Nothing will ever come between me and sports ever. Nothing. And so uh, they're watching. And then what happens at the end of the match? What? How do you think the match ends? Um, Voldemort comes and kills everybody. Voldemort's not back yet. Spoiler. LeBron James. <laughs> LeBron James. And Todd Howard walk out on stage. No, the it, it's the Irish people win, and then Crom catches the snitch. That's exactly what happens. Fred and George get it exactly, and so they're like, "Dude, we got it." So they go to find Ludo Bagman to get their winnings, and he goes, "I'll I'll pay, I'll pay you," but like he like kind of like dodging them. And then he's like, I'll pay you back later. And they, they keep trying to find him. And then like they lose him and they can't find him. And so they're like, great. He's never going to pay up on that money, even though it was a huge wager. Yeah. Like enough to say, I don't know, put like a loan out to maybe start selling like sweets and stuff. I don't know. But um, a lot of money. Yeah. And so they go back to the tent and friend George, of course, like they're they're mad about that. But Ron's like, oh, my God, Victor Crumb, Victor Crumb is there. I saw him in person. And Hermione's like, I don't see the big deal. Like, he just flies around on a broom. Like, I, I don't get it. <laughs> Ron's like, Victor Crumb, I, I would do anything for him. And Hermione's like, okay, whatever. I get a tattoo. <laughs> yeah, yeah get a tattoo. And he's like, I already have one. <laughs> I'll get a second one. I'll do it. Um, so he gets it on his other thigh. So they like, kiss each other. <laughs> <laughs> so 
Well, they're like they're sitting there and then they, they fall asleep and all of a sudden they're awakened by noises and they look outside and there's all this crazy stuff going on. There's like there's flames everywhere, it, like and people are screaming and disapparating left and right. And Harry's like, what on earth is happening? Mr. Weasley's like, all right, you guys, you need to get back to the port key. I gotta go help out because I'm part of the ministry. I need to like help out and stuff. Yeah. So they they try to get in their way back, and there's all these people and they're wearing like cloaks like dark cloaks they look like like black hooded kkk members like it's just scary 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 stuff uh and then they get surrounded a bunch of ministry officials are like oh you guys stop and they're like whoa 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 whoa, whoa. hey 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 we are children we're like please do not hurt us and he goes they're like hey look at that mark in the sky and he's like oh what's that and it's like a skull and there's a snake coming out of it and he's yeah. like oh that's creepy and he's like did you put that in there and they're like dude this is harry potter do you think that's the symbol of the Dark Lord. Do you think Harry Potter put that up there? Yeah. And the dude's like, oh, hmm. Hmm. Maybe not. <laughs> so they Carry make, on. Suspicious. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> uh, that's a joke. No one else will get it. <laughs> but um, so then we uh, flash forward some, flash forward some, because, you know, so they get back to the, the burrow, and then they make their way to Hogwarts. And when they get there, they um, they're told, like, Oh, hey, special announcement. Uh, we're hosting two schools. And I was like, oh, that's cool. And they're like, oh, yes. And they're also co-ed. They're not an all-boy or all-girls girl. They're girl school. They're, they're both co-ed. Movie. Um, Because in, in the movie, they make it Durmstrang is only boys. Oh, okay. But in the books, they're both co-ed schools as well. Okay, like Hogwarts. Is. Yes, exactly. Okay. Um, And so they're like, yeah, we're hosting that. Also, sports are canceled. And Harry's like, I'm sorry. What? And they're like, sports are canceled this year. And he's like, no. No, that's the only reason I come back to the school is for sports. <laughs> um, they're like, so uh, instead what we're doing is we're hosting the Triwizard Tournament. And Harry's like, I've never heard of that before in my life. And they're like, mm. We haven't hosted it until yeah. you got here. Well, it's like, it's, just, it's been a long time. And it's, I don't, I think, as far as I can remember, it is the first time Hogwarts has hosted it. As far as I can remember. <laughs> she remembered. I remembered. Um, and so they're like, okay, that's cool. And so then the schools come in and they do, you know, a little showy stuff. They're like, hey, we're here. We're cool. Uh, and then who, who, so we have our first, the first school is a French school oui, called oui. Bow Battens. Oui, oui. And uh, uh, they're like, ooh, wow, these girls are so pretty. Oh, my goodness. Um, and they're like, wow, this one girl in particular, she's really pretty. And Hermione's like, whatever. And they're like, what, what do you mean? She's like, oh, well, like, that's Fleur Delacour. She's, uh, her mother was like part harpy siren, as far as I can remember. So she has this like natural allure to her. Oh, she's a, some would say mudblood. No. Yeah, some would say it. Some, but they would be wrong. But I thought you were going to say Cho Chang. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Cho Chang's already at the school. Yeah, yeah. And Harry's already met her. He already kind of started, you know, he's like, oh, she's pretty. At the end of the last <laughs> book, we did, we covered that. Um, and so. Uh, like they show up and then the Durham's train comes in and Ron's like, oh my God. Oh my God. And they're like, what? He's like, it's Victor Crumb. Oh my, it's a Victor Crumb. Victor, look at my tattoos. He's like, Victor, Victor, please. And Victor Crumb, you know, he's walking past because he's like, I don't know who that dude is. And Ron's like, oh my God. He's like, Harry, look, I know you're my best friend. You're like my brother. And Harry's like, he's like, but if I have to choose you between between you and Victor Crumb, and Harry's like, no, it's okay. I understand. <laughs> Not both. <laughs> Victor's like, what? <laughs> he's like, like across the hall. He's like, I can't, I can't hear you. Everyone's like, I'll tell you later. <laughs> um, 
And so Dumbledore's like, yeah, so we're hosting these guys. We're going to have a tournament. And uh, he's like, but because it is dangerous, we're only restricting it. So that way you have to be of age, which in the wizarding world is 17 years old. Yeah. And he's like, so you have to be 17 or older in order to enter the contest. I'm putting this magical ring around the goblet so you can't enter in if you're underage. And Harry's like, oh, thank God. For the first time, it won't be about me this year. Oh, this is, so, I'm not going to put my life in danger. This year, it's, I, do, I can just sit It's just about the bros. It's just about the bros. Looks at Ron, and Ron's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pulls his, like, just like. <laughs> like, it's, it's like people have, like, a sword on their back here. It's a notebook on his back. Just, um, so people are putting their names in. People putting their names in. And then we come to the ceremony where uh, they're, the like, they're, are yeah, yeah the names are getting pulled out. And so it's one person from each school mm -hmm. that's going to represent, and they're going to go through three trials. This, you know, try wizard, try just threes all around. And so they pull out the names, and first we have uh, Victor Crumb, and everyone's like, "Woo!" And Ron's like, "Yes, he's going to win." And they're like, "Dude, support Hogwarts." He's like, "No, I don't care." <laughs> um, and then who we have next? Oh, we have Fleur Delacour from Bow Battens. And then they're like, oh, and from Hogwarts, we have Cedric Diggory. And they're like, oh, yeah, no, cool. Cedric, Cedric's a good guy. He's a cool dude. You know, he's a good guy. Yeah. And then they're like, whoa, these are things. And then the goblet's like, and another thing. And they're like, wait, what? And then poof, name pops out. And Dumbledore grabs the name. He goes, Harry Potter. And Harry's like, come on. Come on, man. Just one time. Just about the bros. It's just year. about the bros. Can I not catch one break? And every, like, the hall goes silent. And Harry's like. Oh, I'm, I'm, no, I, I must have misheard. He's like, <laughs> um, and like, everyone's like, what? And even like, Ron's like, dude, what? And Harry's like, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, and Dumbledore's like, Harry Potter, come forward. And he's like, okay. And then he flips his lid No, on he him. does not. He and so flips his they, lid They're like, okay, well, apparently these are the four champions that we have now. So go. Because it was only going to be three. It was only supposed to be three. Yeah. And so then, uh, so Hogwarts. I has, think, Hogwarts has a Hogwarts has an unfair advantage. Yeah, I would be like, hey, Dumby. <laughs> well, they, that they do. So Dumbledore's like, all right, champions, please go wait down in this room. Uh, and they dismiss all the students, and so the the staff are talking, and they're all sitting there, and Harry's like freaking out. He's like, this can't be happening. Please, this cannot be happening. I don't understand why didn't I didn't put my name in? Who put my name in? And so they come downstairs. All the other people are freaking out. They're like, Dumbledore, this is unfair. You guys have two people. And also, like, he's underage. How did this happen? And Dumbledore's like, everyone. And he goes, Harry Potter. Dumbledore asked calmly, did you put your name into the Goblet of Fire? And Harry says, no. And Dumbledore goes, okay, I believe you. Like, that, that's He fine. beat him. He did not. With a rod. He so did it. He so did it. He asked <laughs> calmly. <laughs> um, and so they're like, okay, well, unfortunately, you know, the Goblet the goblet there's a kind of binding contract you, you have to you have to compete there's no way around it otherwise you'll spontaneously combust really <laughs> that or poop himself it's from a very part of musical ah. remember it's like the spontaneous combustion <laughs> <laughs> um but no there is this magical binding contract where you have to compete mm -hmm. and so Dumbledore's like all right well mm, you've been through worse you'll be fine and Harry's like what <laughs> and so they send everyone back and Ron, of course, he's he's mad. He's yeah. like, oh, of course, you have to you had to get chosen. Harry's like, dude, I didn't put my name in. Ron's like, yeah, OK, whatever. And he's Harry's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What, what is what is this? We are like, my, you're, you're my best friend. We're like brothers. Like, what's going on? It's like I told you earlier. It's between you and Cedric. Whatever. You and Victor. You and Victor. You don't have. 
that dude's on my thighs. And so, and so Ron's all mad, and Harry's like, you know, of course Harry gets defensive, and then so like they they have a spat, you know, then they're they not they're not talking anymore. And Harry like it it bums him out, like because like yeah. the, their friendship is so so tight, like yeah. they tell each other everything, and mm-hmm. so Harry like he loses one of his best friends, and he's like, I, you know, I'm in the middle of all this it's garbage and i've just lost like my closest best friend what am i gonna do yeah uh he's still talking to hermione though and uh hermione's like you know like you know just you need to talk to him you guys need to work this out he's like no no i tried talking to him he doesn't want to hear he doesn't want to hear what i have to say it's not my fault that he's jealous you know that it's always about me and hermione's like it's not that he's always jealous it's just it's like yes but not you don't understand. It's not because he wants fame and glory, but imagine what it's being, what it's like being the best friend to Harry Potter. You're always just the best friend. No one ever sees you more than anything else like that. And Harry's yeah. like, oh, he's like, well, I didn't ask for this. He's like, if he wants the stupid lightning scar, he can take it. And Hermione's like, that's not what it's about. You dumb boy. You dumb dumb boy. <laughs> um, and so uh, some time passes. Harry's still freaking out, and then Hermione is like, look. Of course, I'm, I'm, I'm quoting the movie at this point. It's Ronald would like me to tell you that uh, Seamus told him that Dean was told by Bavarti that Hagrid's looking for you. And Harry's like, I'm sorry, what? And Hermione's <laughs> like, look, Hagrid's looking for you. Go find Hagrid. Just go find him. Harry's like, okay, fine, whatever. So uh, he goes to find Hagrid. And Hagrid's like, oh, hey, dude, come on with me. I want to show you something. Um, he's like, but make sure you put the invisibility cloak on because no one can see you. So he takes him into the woods and turns out Hagrid's also kind of, ooh, he's on a little date with the head from Bow Battens because she's also a half giantess. Yeah. Uh, and Hagrid's like head over things for her. Mm-hmm. He's like, she's the most beautiful woman I've ever seen. Yeah. And so they're kind of on a little date and he's, he's like, I want to show you, you know, the stuff for the first task. And Harry's like, ooh, first task. And what is it? It's dragons. There's dragons. And who does he see? He doesn't see him, but he sees Charlie Weasley, Ron's brother, who works with dragons. And he oh, goes, yeah. oh, hey, Hagrid, what's up? And he's like, hey, how are the dragons? And he goes, oh, we haven't fed them in a while, so they're going to be wanting to kill some kids. <laughs> Hagrid's like, cool. <laughs> and Harry's like, oh. There's a little, little, little puddle. Yeah, there's a little puddle that forms. And everyone's like, what's that for? And they're like, ah, you know, it's the forest. And Harry's like, oh. <laughs> um, So he goes back to his room and he's like oh my gosh I, I can't I don't know what to do um and then he goes he runs into the uh new by the way there's a new defense against the dark arts professor it's professor it's professor mad eye moody he's an old friend of Dumbledore's a little weird he's mad he's mad crazy man and uh they have this lesson where he tells him about the three unforgivable curses there's the cruciatus curse which is a torture curse so like you do in like just ma- unimaginable torture Mm-hmm. Uh, there's the imperious curse in which you enforce your will onto someone else. You make them like your puppet. Yeah. And then there's the killing curse, which everyone knows. Vada Kedavra, you know, it's it's the killing curse. Uh, abracadabra. Abracadabra. <laughs> um, and using any of them can get you strength sent straight to Azkaban. Mm. Like you do it, you're done. Un- they're unforgivable curses. You don't use them. He uses them in the classroom to show them what they do. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like. Um, and he goes, that's for educational purposes. It's fine. And they're like, okay. Um, and so they're like, wow, this teacher's different and weird. And then he's like, you know, there's only one person who's ever survived the killing curse. And just looks at Harry and Harry's like, please, please stop. We all know this. Please stop. <laughs> um, and so then one day uh, after class, uh, Moody holds Harry back and he goes, so how are you feeling about the first task? And he's like, it's dragons. How do you think I feel? And he goes, 
well, you know, there's more to dragon. You know, you don't have to just use your wand. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. And Harry's like, what? And he goes, okay, now get out of my office. And Harry's like, that didn't help me at all. And so they're getting ready for the first task. They're all sitting in their, uh, um, the, the tent for the champions. And then Dumbledore comes in and he goes, hey, guys, you guys feeling cool? And they're like, no. And he goes, ah, you'll be fine. So he's <laughs> like, all right, so here's a bag. And you guys are going to pull out a little miniature dragon that you can, you know, keep as a pet afterwards if you want to. You know, whatever. They're like, okay. Uh, like little, like little baby dragon. Little, not even a baby. It's just like a mini, mini dragon. Is it alive? Yeah. Little mini dragon. Okay. It's a little baby dragon. But it's not a baby. It's just a mini dragon. Is it ever going to grow up? Nope. Oh. It's just, just, it's like they took a dragon and just like, it's like, like the image select. They just went. Okay. So this is going to go over 30 minutes. It's just, it's going to have to. It'll be okay. Sorry. <laughs> um, And so uh, Harry, like they're all pulling out the dragons and Harry knowing the dragons he saw, it's like there was one that they were like, man, I feel sorry for the sucker who gets this one. Whoo, this Hungarian horntail sucks. And Harry's like, please don't let it. And then and he, the of Hungarian horntail's like, now. No, that's so mean. <laughs> like, guys, I'm just doing my job. I am just hungry and you need to feed me. <laughs> um, and so they're all picking the dragons and Harry goes last. And of course he knows the last one left is the Hungarian horntail. Yeah. Uh, Cause there's the, uh, the Swedish short back, short Swedish. Shortbread. There's no, the green, the Welsh green back, the Swedish short snout, the Chinese fireball and the Hungarian horntail. Mm -hmm. Formerly at the wizarding world parks, they trans, there was like, the twin coast twin dragon coaster there and it was it was left over from like the sinbad park or whatever used to be there yeah it used to be ice and fire yeah and so they changed it to uh the chinese fireball and the hungarian horntail oh, cool. but it's no longer there the haggard ride took its place so <laughs> is the haggard ride any good uh it, it looks like it's fun but because like you get to like ride in the motorcycle oh okay um but i obviously i haven't ridden it so i don't really know i'm just sad about the twin dragons but uh so they do that, and Harry's like, <laughs> and then her like while he's sitting there like freaking out, Hermione comes in. She's like, Harry, like don't worry, you're gonna be okay, because like again, like they're like brother and sister, like yeah, you know. yeah. And she's like, it's gonna be fine. And so she hugs him, and then well, bam, flash. And they're like, what was that? And Rita Skeeter, excuse me, a reporter walks in. And she goes, hello, my name's Rita Skeeter. <laughs> and they're like, what is that? She's like, oh my gosh, you two are adorable. And then Hermione's like, excuse me. And Harry's like, yeah, no, we're so not a thing. Uh, and she's like, oh, no, no, don't worry about it. Don't don't worry about it. Like, I, I totally won't report on this. <laughs> and they're like, hmm. And so then she's like, oh, I'm just going <laughs> to. And then they're like, OK, Harry, guess what? It's your turn. Go fight your dragon. And he's like, oh, come on. And so what it is is that the dragons, they're all female dragons. Mm -hmm. And they were given a nest of eggs. To protect with one of them being a golden egg and yeah. the champion's task is to retrieve the golden egg mm -hmm. once you get that you win and uh each champion gets points based on how they do it how quickly they do it you know some finesse some of this some of that you know and they all get they all get judged by yeah. the different uh heads of the schools mm -hmm. so harry goes out there and he's like <laughs> just this giant towering dragon yeah. like fiercest ferocious looking dragon you could ever possibly yeah, see like a big kitty cat yes like a big kitty cat that's yeah. easy to draw 
<laughs> and so he's like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? And so he's trying to dodge and he's like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know what I'm going to do. And he goes, Avada wait. Avada Kedavra. Boom. Right then and there. Takes care of that dragon. Can you imagine? <laughs> and just walks up, grabs that egg. He's, he's like, like, yeah. What you going to do now? <laughs> and so he's like, wait, I know the thing I'm good. Like, he's like, you know, I bet all the other champions used things that they were good at. Mm. But he's like, but I'm not as advanced in them and, and like spells. Like they know more spells than me. They're yeah, older. They go to class. Yeah, yeah, that too. Yeah, they actually like go to class and pay attention. And here he goes. Well, I know the one thing I am good at, flying. And so he summons his broom, and then mm. he flies on the broom, tries to fly around to grab the egg. And then uh, at one point, when he's dodging it, the dragon trying to chase him breaks free of the chains. And they do a fun little chase scene around Hogwarts. Yeah. And then Harry, uh, you know, is able to outwit it. You know, outfly it, you know, hide it, you know, weave and we bob and weave. And yeah. He comes back, scoops up the egg, and good for him. You know, he passes the thing, he gets the egg, everyone's happy. And then there's this dragon that's just running wild and trying to murder Yeah, you everybody. know, she's, she's just chilling. She, like, she decided, she's like, okay, you know, I'm done, I'm gonna she go. She ate a few first years. Yeah, you know. <laughs> it, it happens. When you bring dragons onto school, everyone knows the risk <laughs> that a few first years might get eaten. <laughs> And so uh, they go back to the common room. Everyone's like, "Woo, Harry, we may have not been talking to you, but now that you want a task, yay, you're all our friend again. And Harry's like, okay. And Ron comes up to me and goes, hey. Harry's like, mm, what do you want? Harry, He's like, bro? Bro? And Ron, He's like, Harry, I, don't, I don't even know what bro means. <laughs> He's like, from my studies, I know I you haven't been so. a bro. <laughs> and Ron's like, look, so what happened was, he's like, because it's my brother, Charlie. My brother Charlie told me that he was coming in with dragons for the tasks. And I knew I had to get that information to you, but, you know, I couldn't. And Harry's like, it's okay, I understand. And they're like, oh, okay. And so they're best friends again. Everything's happy. So why couldn't he give him the information? Because they weren't talking. And oh, they're both 14 year old he, boys and they're that, stubborn. That's why he. And then he's like, and, and that's, but he like, he lied because he was like, well, Seamus never told me anything. It was, I learned it from my brother, mm. as far as I can remember. And so. Yeah. Uh, Harry's like, <laughs> I love you, bro. And Ron's like, I love you too, bro. And so they're, they they embraced. They they embraced in a nice bro hug, and everything's the, the good. The bros are back in town. Yeah, the bros are back in town. <laughs> and so then we move on to the second task, and they're like, Hey, so the the egg from the first task is your clue for the second one. And Harry's like, What what does that mean? And they're like, mm, peace. And so they're like, They try to put it in a fridge. Harry tries everything. It. He tries sitting on it. He tries putting it in a fridge. And it doesn't fit, and then it breaks. Yeah, it breaks. You know, you know yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> um, and yeah, and so, like, nothing's working, and this is weird. And so one day, uh, he's he's walking around, and Cedric's like, hey, Harry. And Harry's like, oh, hey, Cedric. Um, what's up? He's like, so, that egg, you, f you crack it yet and there's like nice pun but no <laughs> um he's like well you know maybe you could go take a bath and Harry's like that's highly suggestive <laughs> cedric's like mm, and just walks away and Harry's like go take a bath with your egg <laughs> yeah and so he's like well no he's just like go take a bath and harry's like what what see that's what he needs but here here doesn't realize that and he goes maybe Maybe he wants me to take a bath with the egg. Because that, that was a weird string of sentences to use. Yeah, yeah. Um, And so he's like, okay, I guess I'll do that. So he goes to the prefect's bathroom. He sneaks into the prefect's bathroom. Bribes someone and is like, I'm going to go use the prefect's bathroom. Because they have a nice bath and I can be by myself. Yeah, somebody like 
exactly. comes in like the newspaper and takes a picture of this kid. Like, Bathe him with an egg. Yeah. With an egg. With, with this giant golden egg. <laughs> like, ooh, scandalous. <laughs> um, and so he's, so he's, uh, while he's in there, Moaning Myrtle pops up and she's like, oh, hello, Harry. <laughs> while he's like, with an egg. <laughs> and yeah, pretty much. Yeah, he's sitting there holding the egg, you know, like in any comic shot in a movie would be. And he's like, hey, it's Moaning like, Myrtle. It's like, Actually, no, no. He And so he's like, could you like close your eyes while I get into the bath? Because it's filled with bubbles and you won't be able to see anything. Could you please just do that for me? And she's like, okay. Because like, she's super in love with Harry. Yeah. Um, and so she gets in. She goes, so have you and your friends been brewing polyjuice po- poly potion again? And he's like, um, no. And she goes, hmm, interesting. I saw some the other day. And he's like, well, it wasn't me. And I'll just forget about that detail for a while. Because, you know, whoop, that's me, Harry Potter. Just information. Whoop. Yep. <laughs> No um, one tells me anything. When they do, do I don't I just, remember. Exactly. <laughs> um, and so then he goes. He opens the egg underwater, and he hears singing voices. And, oh. Oh, and here he goes. Oh, actually, it's more like. Oh. <laughs> it's like fail. <laughs> and so the voices say, uh, "It's it's singing, but it's like, hey, um, like it's it's a riddle that has to work out. But it basically, once he figures it out, it means, hey." The task is going to be underwater, and you have to retrieve something. Here's like, okay, I wonder what I'm going to have to retrieve. Interesting. And so um, he leaves. He's talking to Ron and Hermione at one point, and he's trying to figure out, like, they're researching in the library, and they're trying to figure out how on earth is he supposed to stay underwater for an hour, because in the riddle, it revealed he has an hour to look. And he's like, how am I supposed to stay underwater for an hour? That's not physically possible. And they're like, well, lucky for you, we have magic. Um, And they're like, no. and Hermione's like, well, we have spells. We There's some, like, some potions and stuff but it's kind of advanced he's like i just need something like now um and then neville comes in and he goes hey ron hermione uh they dumbledore wants to talk to you guys and they're like okay I'm like look harry you're gonna be fine just keep researching it'll be fine and so they leave um Could you imagine if like accounting harry potter was in the situation it's like all i have is numbers all i have is numbers <laughs> the, the numbers don't compute the human body can't stay underwater for an hour and live <laughs> <laughs> running like calculator like, like like the papers coming out like it's like three minutes that's all i got three minutes tops maybe three minutes in one second but that's pushing it um and so then all of a sudden he can't swim he can't no yeah accountant harry potter cannot swim like his floaties is like how am i supposed to get down floaties like little like rubber ducky no wait no no it's floaties with like math equations on them oh like 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 a four times something and like he has like a six instead of a rubber duck, so he can sit like on the that six. That is so cute. And then never he wants to go swimming with somebody he has like an eight, so it's like a two person one. Yes, that's adorable. I love it. <laughs> and so um, then also Harry's sitting in there, and then Pop, as far as I can remember, Dobby. Dobby appears. You gotta do the boy. I don't remember Dobby's. I mean that that doesn't count as a, as far as I can remember. I just don't remember the voice I did for Dobby. It was close and not you think. Okay. It's like, oh, hello, Mr. Potter. <laughs> I was like, wow, your voice may or may not sound kind of different, but we'll just uh, contribute it to, you know, times pass. <laughs> um, and so Dobby's like, look, Mr. Potter. I don't, I don't have water with me. I can't do that voice. It's like, Mr. Potter, I, I have a thing for you. It, it, it will help you with your task. And Harry's like, Wait, how, do, how do you know about this? And he's like, I'm Dobby. I know all. <laughs> And so uh, 
he was like, I, I come with me to the greenhouse. I'm going to show you something. And so they go to the greenhouse. They're sneaking around because it's dark. Yeah. And Dobby's like, this here, this plant is called gillyweed. And Harry's like, what's that? And he goes, it will let you breathe underwater. And Harry's like, Dobby, how'd you learn about this? And he goes, oh, I heard, I overheard professors and students talking. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Harry's like, seems suspicious. And he's like, don't worry about it. <laughs> and so he, so Harry gets the gillyweed and he goes, wait, so how does it work? And Dobby's like, I don't. You smoke it. <laughs> Just, exa- yeah, he's like, you roll it, you roll it up. <laughs> Have you never done this before? And Harry's like, no. And Dobby's like, oh. Oh man! <laughs> so, uh, uh, the next so it's the next morning is the task because like they're like they're they're cram- like they're cramming like last minute, and Harry he's got the gillyweed he's got his paper with them and he's like okay I guess I'll do what I got to do and then he's looking around for Ron and Hermione and he's like when he wakes up and he doesn't see them he goes oh, they must have headed down early that's fine so uh, he walks down there and he still doesn't see them he goes what they're they just they're just not gonna be here for me. Okay, wow, cool guys. I thought we were tight now. I gotta roll this by myself. <laughs> I gotta roll this by myself. I gotta smoke this by myself. What happened to you know smoking pass? Okay. <laughs> and so he rolls it up. And then Dobby's like, I was joking. I was joking. I was joking. Don't, don't panic. He's like, oh, dude, come on, man. You can't, like, I'm cramming last minute. You can't joke about smoking it. And Dobby's like, just eat it. You just eat it. He's like, okay. So he, he eats like, it. He's like, bro. 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 Here's like, prevents others from smoking. Okay. <laughs> bros keep bros from smoking. <laughs> yes, don't smoke gillyweed. <laughs> Actually, yeah, probably don't. I don't know what those effects would be. <laughs> and so, uh, Harry, he eats the gillyweed. And he's sitting there and he goes, okay, then who? He's like, oh, something's weird. Something's weird. I don't, something's weird. My neck itches. Oh, my finger. Oh, something's weird. Um, and Professor Moody's like, hey, man, you feel good? And he's like, no. And he's like, mm, well, you best get feeling good because you're about to jump in that water. And Harry's like, because they're at the Black Lake, the giant lake next to yeah. the school, in which the giant squid lives. I love the giant squid. And so uh, they're like, all right, three, two, one, go. And Harry's like, ah. and Professor Moody's like, Who? oh, look, he fell in. Oh, that's so weird. Um, <laughs> and so he Harry's under there. And all of a sudden he realizes he's he's grown gills. He has like webbed hands and feet. And he can swim through the water with ease and he can breathe. And he's like, this is the coolest thing. I'm like an anamorph. Those book covers. <laughs> Those book covers are terrifying. <laughs> I like never read them because of the covers. <laughs> and so uh, he's swimming through. He sees some Grindylows, which are like these octopus looking creatures. Uh, and he goes, leave me alone. And they're like, okay, fine. So he's swimming through. Uh, and then he sees the mer people, which they know live in the lake, but they never interact with them. Yeah. And he sees them and it's, he realizes, oh, the voices were mer people. Because they're, you know, they're they're merfolk. So obviously their voices, they would sound like screeches above water, but underwater where they live. Yeah. Yeah, of course. They sound like Jersey Shore. <laughs> what what even? Um <laughs> So What you talking about, eh? What you talking about? So here he goes up and he goes, he's like he sees that there's people floating, like they're they're chained down, but there's people like floating in the water, and he realizes he recognizes Ron, Hermione, Cho Chang, and Fleur Delacour's little sister. And Harry goes, oh, there are prizes? That seems a little messed up. They, what, did they, like, kill them and put them underwater? That seems messed up, Dumbledore. We're going to have to talk about this afterwards. <laughs> and so he's swimming up, and they're like, hey, hey, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I'm, I'm going to go get my friends. They're like, no, I don't think so. No, 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 no. Our, guard, our job is to guard these guys. You, you, can't, you can't just walk in here and take, take your friends. No. And Harry's like, but... 
I don't know if that's even a Jersey no, Shore. No, no, that's, that's good. We're, okay, we're sure. Go we'll, we'll, we'll stick with it. <laughs> um, Harry's like, but I, I have to to like complete the task. And he, they're like, we don't care. Well, I don't, I don't, I don't care. No. Ours. No. And then, uh, then like he's like, okay, well, I'm gonna go regroup in the kelp for a little bit. And they're like, oh, right, get out of here, get out of here. And so he goes, ah, he goes and hides in the kelp. Forget about it. Yeah, forget about <laughs> it. Forget about them. Forget about your friends. <laughs> and so, uh, well, he, he, so he's like trying to like regroup. And uh, Cedric bumps into him, and Cedric has a bubble head charm. So he like has a bubble around him, so he can breathe and swim. Yeah. And here, Cedric's like, dude, like you know, we only got so much time. You you gotta get going. And Harry's like, they're not letting me get him. And Cedric's like, no, man, just just watch. And so he goes, and he frees Cho Chang, Cho Chang because oh oh, is there something? Is there something happening there? Oh oh, they're dating. Cho Chang. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, so he, uh, he, you know. He breaks Cho's chain, <laughs> and uh, he takes her back to the surface. So Cedric, Cedric's in first place. And then, uh, while Harry's still trying to figure out, he's like, how am I supposed to get past these people? Like, a shark swims by, but oh no, it was actually Crumb. He's just got a shark head. And he breaks Hermione's chain. Oh. And everyone's like, oh. Oh. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Um, because, like, Crumb's been kind of hanging around Hermione, like, hey, girl, what's up? And Hermione's like, Okay, hi. She's like, I don't go for crumbs. Oh, oh the whole loaf. Oh! <laughs> and so uh, he gets Hermione. He goes back to the surface, and now he's in. Uh, he's in. He's in second place. Yeah. And so Harry goes, okay. Well, I'm gonna do. He's like, I don't. I don't care about winning. I don't care about winning this tournament. Thought a cadaver. He kills the mer people. <laughs> <laughs> and so he's like, I'm gonna wait for Fleur to show up to get her sister, so that way I know she's okay because I haven't. I don't think I've seen Fleur since the Grindylows. I think she might have gotten attacked. I want to make sure that she gets her sister. So he's waiting and he's waiting and it's getting close to time. Like it's like, you know, he's got like, you know, 57 minutes. There's, it's been 57 minutes. He has three minutes left. Yeah. And he goes, I don't think she's going to show up. I, I, something must have happened. So he's like, I got to save him. I got to save them both. Yeah. And then uh, so he goes, grabs Ron and they're like, all right, fine. You got your friend. Get out of here. And he goes, I need to save her too. And like, no, you only get one. You get one. You get him or you get her. And Harry's like, no, I, both. I got, I got to save them both. It's like she, she's going to drown if I don't get her out of here. We only have, we only have an hour. She's gonna, she's gonna die, and they're like, "No, get out of here!" And so he's like, "Whatever, that's how it's gonna be." And Expelliarmus pushes them all away. Yeah, as far as I can remember. Stupefied. You know, he's casting left and right, and the Mer people are like, "All right, all right, we're out of here. Fine, take your friend, get out of here. We don't, <laughs> we don't care." And so he grabs uh, Fleur's sister as well, <clears throat> and uh, he takes so he takes Ron and Fleur's sister back up to the surface. And technically, he just missed the time. It was like an hour and a minute. He was just over, which would be an automatic disqualification. Yeah. And so he gives them back up, and Fleur is like, she sees that she sees her sister, and she goes, "Oh my gosh, thank you, thank you, you saved my sister, thank you so much." And Harry's like, "Ah, yeah, forget about it." <laughs> <laughs> and Ron's like, "What?" And he's like, "Forget about it." <laughs> um, and then over the speakers, they're like, "Okay, well, obviously, in first place, Cedric Diggory. In second place, came Victor Crumb. Uh, Fleur, unfortunately, she was attacked and she had to forfeit out. And then Harry Potter, he went over the time limit. And everyone's like, "Boo!" And they're like, "But because he decided to, you know, put the needs of others above himself, he decided to save both people." We're gonna give him, you know, a good number of points. Yeah, like three. <laughs> and like we're, we're giving him, like he's in third. Like he was in th- he th- came in third place for this task, and which and so as far as I can remember, he's in second place overall. Yeah, as far as I can remember. Yeah, 
because why not? <laughs> um, and so uh, then they're like, oh, by the way, um, Yule Ball time. And Harry's like, what? And they're like, we're going to have a dance. Harry's like, I don't, I don't dance. And they're like, mm, too bad. All the champions have to. You can dance if you want to. You can leave your friends behind, but if your friends, but your friends don't dance, and if they don't dance, then they're no friends of mine. Yes, Minerva McGonagall said that to him. Yeah, and she was like, "Oh, cheerio, yeah. pop, 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 baby!" <laughs> and like disappeared, and it was and like, "What?" It's like, "What? What? What just happened?" He's like, "I must still be waterlogged from the task." Okay, <laughs> and so then, um, so McGonagall comes back up, and she goes, "Okay, no, but like, I was actually being serious. You do have to find a date and go to the dance. Like, you have to." He's like. On and so the he, easiest to get is the girl. She like he just saved her sister. Just saying, just saying. You know that Harry, Harry's not a clever man. Well, you know <laughs> she's also like twelve. Here's fourteen. It's not that bad, but you know still it's just a. But like, I know, but like they're fourteen, so they're like. Ugh. But how could she? No, I'm saying not the one he saved, but the older sister, the one that got disqualified. Oh well, yeah, I guess yeah. because the, the champions have to go like with different people they can't go together okay. as far as i can remember there's a rule that says they can't go together well, i'd be like hey hey love is love <laughs> well dance is dance <laughs> dance is dance no so but of course i mean they're 14 so they're like they're like oh hormones everywhere yeah. the girls and stuff and so here he's like cootie shots are still in like well no they're getting ready cootie shots because they're like oh we like girls now yeah yeah you know. and so harry's like well, i like cho i'm, I'm gonna ask cho but he Cho like he keeps Chang. <laughs> I am so in love <laughs> with Cho Chang. And so uh he's like he keeps putting it off and he's really nervous to ask her. Uh but eventually, like she's on the staircase, like he's in the grand staircase, and he's she, she's he sees her walking mm. down the stairs with some of her friends, and he goes, Now's my chance. And so he goes to talk and he goes, Hey Cho, you want to go ball? And he trips down the stairs. Oh. It's real bad. And he's like, I hate my life. And she helps him up and she goes, Hey guys, good like give us some space and he she's like hey are you okay he's like yeah i just want to know if you wanted to go to the ball with me and she's like she's like legitimately sad she's like oh harry if, if you'd asked me earlier i would have said yes but cedric like literally just asked me and i said i already said i was gonna go with him he's like oh, okay cool thanks i'm getting me a good jump off the stairs now she's like what and he's like nothing and so harry's it's okay harry gets the gets the better end of this deal at the end of it all. That's true. Um, and so, uh, seven so foot he's, tall Jenny. Am not I right? Am I right? <laughs> and so Harry is, um, they, like Harry and Ron are moping in the in the common room, mm -hmm. and I'm so sorry, this is so long. And so they're moping, and then Ron's like, "This sucks. Every girl has a date, and he's like, the only person left is Hermione." And Harry's like, <laughs> and Jenny, and they're like, <laughs> and so, and then Ron's like, "Wait a minute, dude, I'm gonna solve all our problems." You go with Ginny and I'll go with Hermione. And Harry's like, oh yeah, that makes sense. And Ginny's like, oh, 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 yes. <laughs> and Harry's like, hey, yeah, Ginny, you cool with that? And Ginny's like, Neville already asked me and I said I was going to go go with him. But she's like super embarrassed because like she, she would have said yes. And yeah. she's like, dang it. Because she has a shrine for Harry Potter. She does. Yeah, it's a little creepy. A little bit. She has like locks of his hair. And she doesn't. Not not quite. Not quite that bad. Like she keeps like trying to get like some hair, but, Drive, like, but every, he, time, like, every time he's like, "Hey, girl, what's up?" She's like, "Oh, dang it!" She's like, "He's like, why do you have scissors every time I see?" Uh, there was a loose thread on your robe. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, <sighs> and Ron's like, "Well," and she's like, "And by the way, Hermione also has a date." Ron's like, "What?" <laughs> like it's like I mean like pin drop. Like Ron's like. She what? And he's like, yeah, she she has a date. 
Ron's like, Ron's like, she's like, well, if she didn't tell you, then I'm not going to tell you. And Ginny's like, okay, I'm out. Bye. Um, and so, uh, they're like, you know, they're like freaking out. And then all of a sudden these two twins, one of which is in Ravenclaw. The other one is in Gryffindor. Although in the movie, they make them both in Gryffindor, but that's not what Um, uh, they're walking by and they're like, hey, Harry. And Harry's like, oh, twin, Ron, I got it. And so he's like, hey, look, uh, one of you want to go with me? And they're like, oh my gosh, yes. And he's like, and then the other one goes with Ron. And they're like, eh. and he's like, Please, 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 please. We fight need to, dates. Fight to the death to see which one goes. Pretty much. And they're like, please, 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 please. And then, like, they draw straws and. Oh my God. <laughs> and so they're like, okay, I'll, like, you you go with Harry, you go with Ron. So they work it out. Um, So they're going to the dance, and then Ron's like, you know, he's like, but Hermione didn't even actually get asked. She's just like embarrassed that no one asked her. And so she's like, I'm in her room, or like, like, whatever. And so she comes downstairs, uh, bumps into Harry. And because like they're like hanging out like we're all the champions or like yeah. the champions got to hang out, and she bumps into Harry and he's like, "Hey, Marty, what?" Because she's like covering her teeth and like she 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 looks beautiful. She's in this nice periwinkle blue dress. <laughs> I'm like anytime like I that that's a really like subtle difference. Like I think the pink dress in the movie looks really pretty. That's not important. I just think it's a funny, whatever. Periwinkle um, blue. Yeah. Didn't know that was the color. Mm-hmm. It's like a it, if. As far as I can remember, it's like the kind of blue you would see on like an like a bird egg shell yeah, kind yeah. of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, <laughs> they're Brits, you know. You know. Yeah, parental. Right. Um, so Hermione's like, oh well, you know, like I've been asking my parents who like because my parents are dentists, and he's like, yes, I know this. And she's like, you know, I've been asking them for me to get like braces to kind of like straighten out my teeth and everything. So I tried this charm, and she like shrunk her teeth a little bit because she wanted to look really nice. For and Harry's like, Hermione, you're all like, don't, don't even worry about it. And she's like, I feel like I shrunk them too small. And he's like, you look fine. It, don't, don't worry about it. And he goes, so who, who are you going with? She's like, oh, Victor Crumb. And Harry's like, oh, what? She's like, dude, Rod's going to kill you. <laughs> um, and He wanted Victor. <laughs> exactly. He, he wanted to go to the dance with Victor. Um, and so she's like, yeah, I came, came here with Victor Crumb. <clears throat> and so they go. So all the champions and their dates, they go out onto the dance floor. They do the first dance. And then everyone sits down to eat. And while they're sitting there, he's like, Hermione. She's like, it's her, my oni. And he goes, Herman. He's just like, no, sound it out with me. Her, her, my, my, oh, oh, knee. Hermine. She's like, close enough. <laughs> he just, he just can't. He just, just yeah, can't he just can't it. quite get her name down. Um, and here he's like, this is. And he sees Cedric and Cho, and he's like, I hate everything about this <laughs> um and so then like as and they keep dancing ron's in the bathroom looking at his tattoos he's like you betrayed me and so yeah but like so yeah like ron sees uh victor hermione and he like immediately like immediately jealous like in, like a switch turn he's like victor's dead. his tattoos will be removed <laughs> they will be removed with magic and i will never speak of him again <laughs> and so they're dancing and uh and harry's date is as far as I can remember, Padme Patil. Um, as far as I can remember, mm, uh, sounds suspiciously like of. Oh no, Star no, her, no, her name is Padme. Padme. But as far as I can remember, that's the twin Harry went with. <laughs> uh, she's like, "Hey, are you gonna ask me to dance?" And he's like, "No." She's like, "Okay, I'm gonna go find someone else." And he's like, "Okay, that's fine. <laughs> I don't care." <laughs> he's just—he's a sad, sad fourteen-year-old boy. Damn. 
And so uh, they're dancing and the cool, like it's the, the weird sisters. They're like a magic band. They're playing there and everyone's having a good time. And Harry and Ron are sitting there miserable. And then Ron's like, I'm leaving. Harry's like, okay. He's, and Harry's just still sitting there like, I wish I was dancing with Joe. <laughs> um, and then all of a sudden, so he leaves and he's like, I'm gonna go to bed. I don't care. And so he walks out and he runs into, uh, actually, no, he, as he's walking, he overhears um, Hagrid and uh, the headmistress of the Bobatons school. Yeah. And Deborah. Deborah. He overhears Hagrid and Deborah talking. And he's like, you know, I never, never met anyone else like me. And she goes, what do you mean like you? And he goes, you know, you're like half giant. And she, she gets so offended. She's like, what? How, how dare you? He's like, no, no, like, it's okay. Like, I'm, I'm half giant too. You know, that's something we have in common. That's great. And she goes, I am not the half giant. I am, I am just big bond. And she storms off. And Hagrid's so sad. And Harry's like, feel you, man. I feel you, man. <laughs> like, did she take it as like an offense? She, it was like, she, what it is that it's like, she, it's, it's almost like she doesn't want people to know she's a half giant, even though she's very clearly a half giant. Yeah. But she's like, no. No, I am just Big Bond. No, you you disgrace me. No, no. I spit on your grave. That's... I spit on your grave. <laughs> and so she storms off, and Harry's like, "I feel you, bro." She hits him with a big old like baguette, just like what? yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like she walks off, and then Hagrid's he's so sad, and all of a sudden a baguette flies off screen and hits him in the head. He's like, "Oh!" <laughs> and so then, as he's walking back, he uh, he sees Ron and Hermione, and they're going at it. And Ron's like, "You know, you whatever. Like you're 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 you're." conspiring with the enemy like they're they're the opposing school you, you're whose side are you on harry's side or on their side and she goes the whole point of this thing is to bring schools together like it's supposed to be about friendship no and ron's like no no it's comp this is a competition there is a winner there's a cup there's a winner and he's like and you you're you're jeopardizing that and hermione's like what is your problem like i came here i came out here to have a good time and i'm honestly feeling so attacked right now <laughs> i was supposed to be with him and Ron's like, like whatever. Like I mean, like, like look at this. You like it doesn't even look like you. Like, geez, like what you like had to get pretty or whatever. And Ronnie's like, you, you're being a butt. You suck. And Ron's like, yeah, okay, whatever. Why don't you go make out with Victor or whatever? And she's like, you know what? Maybe I will. And so they leave. And Ron's like, wait, wait, no, I was joking. <laughs> and so and Harry's like, dude, dude, that is not gonna help your chances with her. And Ron's like, what are you talking about? And Harry's like, you know, never mind. I'm done. I'm done. And so. Uh, flash forward some more and there's some weird stuff Harry's like overhearing people that keep talking about polyjuice being brewed and he's like Who, who's making polyjuice this yeah. is so weird and so uh, and he like and he's still trying to figure out who put his name in the goblet who who yeah. did this and uh, so they're, they're you know they're trying to figure out and uh, one time Harry's walking by and he oversee or he he's, he happens to run into Eeyore Karkaroff, the leader of Durmstrang, the mm -hmm. Bulgarian school, and Snape, and they're talking, and he sees that uh, Karkaroff, he has a tattoo on his arm, and it's the same symbol that Harry saw in the sky from the Quidditch match. It's the Dark Lord mm -hmm. symbol. And Harry's like... The Death Eater sign. Mm -hmm, the sign of the Death Eater, sign of Voldemort. Yeah. And Harry's like, that's weird. I don't know. And Snape's like, where are you going, boy? And Harry's like, oh, I just wanted to go back to my room, sir. Mr. Potter. Mr. Potter, where do you think you're going? He's like, I just want to go back to my room. I won't say anything about what I saw, I promise. And he's like, no, come here, Mr. Potter. So here he walks up and he goes, have you been, and Snape's like, have you been stealing from my personal cabinet? Harry's like, you have a, what? No, <laughs> I haven't done that for like two years. Snape's like, what? And he's like, uh, nothing. <laughs> uh, and he's like, well, someone's brewing Potter's potion and I'm going to find out who. And Harry's like, 
it's not me. I I've done that already. Steve's like, what? He's like, nothing. <laughs> and so got the t-shirt. Yeah, it's, it's whatever, like, whatever. Like, like I brewed apologies potion. All I got was a saucy t-shirt. <laughs> whatever. Um, he's like, by the way, your common room isn't that great anyway. And Steve's like, what? <laughs> Although their common room is really cool because it's underwater. Um, and so I uh, he's like, you know, this is weird. There's a bunch of weird stuff happening, but like, whatever. And so uh, and like that so event Ron and Hermione kind of make up. They're still like mm, There's tension. There's tension, yeah. but you know, they're they're they'll put it aside for Harry's sake. They put it aside for the kids' sake. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so um uh they like as they they keep reading articles, like they keep seeing all these articles that Rita Skeeter's Rita Skeeter is putting out. They're like, How on earth? There's, these are like private conversations people are having. How on earth is she hearing about this? Mm-hmm. Like she keeps getting the dirt on all these things. It's it's so weird. Like I don't get it. Hermione's like I have a hunch, but I need to do some more investigating. Harry's like, okay, fine. Get back to us when you figure it out. And so uh, then comes the third task. Yeah. And they're like, by the way, it's a maze. Mm-hmm. And they're like, You'll oh, where are you putting the maze? Yeah. They're like, where's the maze? And like, oh, it's on the Quidditch field. And Harry's like, no. <laughs> First you take away sports and then you desecrate her grave with a hedge maze. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, dude, chill. <laughs> but then the Irish, like, like team leader is just like <laughs> lost his mind this whole year. <laughs> but the I like so they can't like the the Irish team. No, no, I'm talking about like the team leader for Gryffindor was oh, always the oh, Irish. Oh, kid. The, oh, yeah, okay, I misunderstood. They meant the team from Ireland, and I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, Oliver Wood is like, this was gonna be my last year. As far as I can remember, this was my last year, not last year. <laughs> um, and so. Uh, no, no, I'm wrong. Uh, as far as I can remember, uh, last year was Oliver Wood's last year, and Fred and George they make the comment. They're like, "Oh, thank God Oliver Wood isn't here. He would cry if he saw this hedge maze on the hedge maze on the Quidditch field." <laughs> um, and so they go down there, and they're like, it, "It's like your task is simple: go through the maze, find the cup at the end." And Harry's like, "Oh, okay, I can live with that." And they're like, "Uh, oh, there might be dangers in the maze. Okay, bye." And Harry's like, "What?" And they're like, "Nothing." <laughs> um and so uh he's going and he's talking to like mad eye moody is actually no before he goes down they're like all right everyone get prepped and they're like and by the way because it's the last task everyone is allowed to invite their family and harry's like dursleys aren't gonna come and they're like oh potter your family they're over there and he's like wait the dursleys are here no that doesn't make sense and who's there but molly weasley oh and it's she's like, oh, Harry, like they let me come instead. And of course, Harry is like overjoyed. He's yeah. like, it's it's a very sweet moment. She's a sweet mama. I love her. Um, and uh, some tension. Other stuff is that after the article came out about Harry and Hermione, uh, Hermione didn't get any presents from Molly Weasley that year for, for Christmas. Mm. It's like mm, that's weird. And so then uh, at so like he's sitting there with Molly, and you know it's all really sweet. And she goes. And, you know, she she makes some offhand comment about Hermione, like, maybe she wasn't so interested in dating boys because, you know, when other articles come out, like, oh, is she with Victor Crumb now? She's making her way around, the, you know, the, the champions. And her, and Harry goes, Mrs. Weasley, Hermione and I never have and never will date. You understand that, right? And she immediately is like, okay. She's like, oh, okay, that's fine. Like, and not that, like, any of my sons are, like, in love with her. But, you know, it's good to know. <laughs> Harry's like, okay, yeah, whatever. Yeah, I'm not his best friend. But yeah, we're not like, bros. Yeah, we're not bros. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, what? He's like, never mind. <laughs> um, and so 
Uh, then they go to the third task, and she's like, you got this, woo! Um, and then uh, Mad-Eye Moody's like, hey, hey, make a left when you go in there. Start with make a left. Go left. And Hera's like, okay, I get it. Go left. And he's like, no, shh. He's like, okay. So. But you put it right. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Mad again, Mad-Eye Moody. He's a little crazy. Harry's like, I'm going to assume you mean left, because that's the way you're telling me to go. Could you imagine <laughs> that interview process? Dumbledore, like, sits him down. Okay, it's well, like, let's be fair. Dumbledore doesn't, Dumbledore doesn't have interview process. It's like looking at his resume and it's like your name is mad i hey well his moody. his real name is alistair moody but his nickname is mad Eye moody because uh he's an aura and all his jobs have made him go a little crazy it's like shouldn't that be like where the interview <laughs> but like but like, but like they're stops. friends from like back in the day like he knows him yeah but like wouldn't anybody else be like Dumbledore, yeah, but here's I'm questioning thing. like your hiring. Okay, but this and is firing. also the, but this is all, yeah the same person who hired Quirrell, who hired Lockhart, and we won't count Remus because Remus was a good teacher. He was just unfortunately also a werewolf who attacked one of his students. I'm just saying, like if I was like anybody on the staff, I'm sure would... McGonagall was like, "Dude, stop! You're terrible at hiring teachers." And he's like, "It'll guys." That was last year. This year will be totally different. It's totally going to be okay. It's going to be totally okay. It's a totally different year. It's going to be a big year. Big it's year. going to be huge. It's going to be a huge year. And so I don't know how, like, he's turned. Uh, anyway. No, Dumbledore is not huge. No. It's not. No. But, um, so they're, uh, so the, they go into the mage and then, like, like the walls the go up. or the maze excuse me he, they go into the maze <laughs> I, my mouth so they go into the maze and all of a sudden it just goes quiet and harry's like oh spooky and so he's making his way through and like the vines on like the edges are like Ooh, and harry's like <laughs> they're just like <laughs> harry's like oh gross gross and so um at one point he runs into victor but i uh, victor's eyes are totally glazed over Mm. And he like Victor's one. It's pointed like directly at Harry. Like he's about to attack him, but then he doesn't. He just walks away, and Harry's like, "Oh, okay, that was weird." And then he hears, uh, you know, he keeps walking, and then he hears some spells and a shout. He's like, "That sounded like Fleur." So he goes to Fleur, and she's like, "The maze is starting to like, like, like vines are entangling her." Mm. And he's like, "Oh, okay, I gotta save her because there's they they told champions like if you like if you need to get out at any point, you send up a red flare." And the mat, like, we will magically come and get you and take you out. Yeah. And he goes, okay, I need to like get Fleur out of here. So he sends up the flare and he leaves. So that way they can come get Fleur and she's out. And then he comes across Victor again, but he's just like laying on the ground. And he's like, okay, mm. peace. And then so he keeps walking. And then, like, was he alive? Did he check? And he just walks just like, As far as I can remember, he sees Victor on the ground and is like, that's weird. And walks past him. Man, and then, hairy cold. Well, it's. Like you ain't beautiful, you don't get saved. As far as I can remember. Um, <laughs> and then he runs in, he hears shouting again. He literally just stepped right over his dead body. Like no, he just he saw like, him and he was like, Oh, he looks like he's sleeping. He's just taking a nap. No, I get it. Like he like he just stepped right over him and just like <laughs> he was cold. He was cold. Mm. He was cold, cold. Ass. And so then he hears he's he bumps into Cedric and he goes, Oh hey, Cedric, and he's like, Hey, hey, watch watch your step. And he's like, dude, no, like like yeah you're dating the girl i like and cedric's like what and he goes nothing um i just but like i'm not i'm not gonna hurt you i just trying to trying to get him out of this maze and he goes well St victor tried to attack me and he's like what i don't i don't get it mm. 
and then all of a sudden who pops back up oh it's victor again and he's like and so like he and cedric they're going at it and so then he, cedric's like i'm gonna kill him and so he's like no stop no oh my i get it he's bewitched victor's been bewitched he's not he's not himself someone's controlling him like don't don't hurt him it's it, this isn't him and so they harry pushes them off each other and then like the vines like because like the, the the maze is like ever changing yeah yeah and so um then like a wall comes which like they you know they, they run some walls come up some walls come down and they lose victor yeah and then procedurally generated maze. exactly and so then they uh they wind up event like you know some you know they're walking and talking and then they wind up in the middle of the maze and they see the cup and uh harry's like no you take it like you like you're the true hogwarts champion take it like you deserve this victory and cedric's like no like none of us would have gotten through like these things like you know fleur's sister and me like you just saved me I, i'm sure you probably saved fleur if his behavior is any indication of how he would have treated her i'm sure you saved her as well like no you deserve this Here's like, no, you. And they're like, no, you, no, you. And this goes on for several hours. No, you, no, you. <laughs> and then Cedric's like. Together. Together. And they're like, together. And so then they both and grab. And 80s rock ballet kicks in. <laughs> <laughs> and so then they take it. And then they're like, woo, we made it. Oh, this is a graveyard. And Cedric's like, oh, it, it must be another part of the task. How about a good job? <laughs> and so, yeah, they, so they're there. And they're like, okay, well, let's, let's look around. And <laughs> Harry, I think I found something. <laughs> and he's like, look at these names. And Harry sees, uh, he sees like some names. And then he sees one he recognizes, Tom Riddle. Mm. He sees Marvarlo Riddle. He sees Tom Riddle. And he goes, he sees Thomas Riddle. And he's like, oh, oh, oh no. He's like, Cedric, we need to leave. We need to leave now. And he's like, dude, why? Like The it's... worst Pokemon trainer in the world is here. Yeah, the worst Pokemon trainer in the world is here. We have to leave. He's going to battle us, and all he has are Ekans's. And Cedric's like, no, that monster. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, he hears voices. And he's like, who's that extra man? I don't care for him. Kill him. And then all of a sudden, bam, Cedric is dead. And Harry, this, this breaks him. He's like, oh my gosh, this guy who like I maybe kind of didn't like him for a little bit, but in all honesty, I still liked him because he was a nice guy and he also was my friend and we bonded over Quidditch. Oh my gosh, he's dead. And I just saw him die. And then who is it? Who is there? It's Peter Pettigrew, former rat of Ronald Weasley. Mm. And, and friend. Yeah, former friend and rat of Ronald Weasley. And he's carrying this weird bundle and there's this giant cauldron. And so he dumps the bundle in the cauldron and he's like, what is happening? And so then they like restrain Harry and he's just like, he's just, stuck. he can't move. Yeah. Um, and so then like they go and they, they, they get some blood from Harry and Harry's like, ow, that hurt. And Peter Pettigrew's like, shut up. I don't care. And so he puts some drops in there. He, you know, double, double toil and trouble, fire burn and cauldron bubble, double, double, trouble, trouble, something wicked this way comes. Bro. And then bro. like, yeah, bro. Uh, and then poof. I, you know, as there's weird stuff happening, all of a sudden these figures start popping up all over the graveyard, and the, he right here recognizes them as they're the Death Eaters, mm -hmm. the same people that were at the Quidditch and then match. They start eating Cedric. No, they, they start going <laughs> like the sharks as, and the jets. Yeah, exactly. Like, as like they start like make forming a circle around the cauldron, and Harry, they're like, and Harry's like, oh god, no, I never wanted to be in West Side Story. <laughs> <laughs> when did this become a musical? <laughs> nah. <laughs> and so then all of a sudden. Harry, like, his head is splitting. He's like, why is this hurting? And then who forms from the cauldron? It's Voldemort. 
and Voldemort is back in the flush mm. for realsies. Yeah. And he's like, sup, boy? And Harry's like, oh, God, I'm traumatized. I need therapy. <laughs> um, I've been traumatized. <laughs> um, and so it's the Voldemort's like, oh, hmm. see, so you have a dead friend there. And Harry's like, yeah, yeah you killed him. He's like, no, no, Peter killed him. Yeah. I may have ordered him to do it, and I would gladly take the, you know, the responsibility for it, but that wasn't me, and you know it. So don't be telling lies here, boy. And Harry's like, oh, I want to die. And here, Voldemort's like, oh, well, lucky for you. That's what I intend to do. <laughs> um, ooh. Ooh. And so he's like, all right, so here's what's going to happen, boy. You and me, we're going to duel because I'm going to show you that I'm better than you. And so they release Harry, and he's like, pick up your wand. We're going to duel. It's like uh, Devil Went Down to Georgia. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. All but unluckily for Voldemort, Harry's been taking fiddle lessons. Yeah, well, all the Death Eaters get their fiddles out. <laughs> and then Voldemort's like, no, no, this is a solo act. <laughs> and pulls out his fiddle. And he plays a little funny tune. And Harry's like, fine. Pulls out his fiddle, plays a little funny tune. And then Voldemort's like, all right, let's actually use magic now. <laughs> and he goes, but that's actually pretty good. You should be proud of the progress you've yeah, made. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Harry's yeah. like, oh, thanks. And then, bam, they're fighting. Yeah. And then, but what happens? Their wands connect. Oh. And, what, and the reason is because, uh, as Ollivander alluded to when he first gave Harry his wand. The same phoenix. That same feather. phoenix tail feather. Yeah. Um, and so it connects. And then all of a sudden, out of it, there's like these ghosts that pop up. And they're like the recent, they're like the last few recent kills of Voldemort. Mm. So he sees the caretaker handyman from the beginning of the book. Yeah. yeah. Sees him. And then he all, he sees uh, this poor woman who, you know, who Voldemort killed. Mm -hmm. uh, and then he sees his parents. Mm -hmm. And his parents come and stand next to him. They're like, you got this. You're strong. And Harry looks at them. And, I mean, he, you know, he, this is a very emotional time for him. You know, he just saw his friend die. The man who wants to kill him came back. The man who killed his parents came back. And now his parents are there. And they're telling him, you have to be strong. And he goes, and like Harry, like he keeps holding on and he's like stalling. Yeah, because he's like, I'm not gonna break this. He's like, no, son, you have to break this. And he goes, I don't want to lose you. Yeah. And they're like, you have to, like, like we'll always be with you, but you need to let go and you need to go back. This is not the time or place right now. And so he's like, okay, fine. So he, you know, lifts it up. There's kind of a little bit of a blowback. Voldemort falls back, and Harry grabs Cedric's body, grabs the port key, because the the cup was a port key, obviously. Yeah. Um and he goes then like he warps back and he's uh back he's back at Hogwarts. He's back at the beginning of the maze where everyone else is waiting and he just breaks. He loses it. Yeah. He's wailing. He's freaking out. Every at first everyone thinks, oh, like they're cheering. Look, they both made it back. And then it slowly but surely starts getting quiet quieter. Everyone goes, wait. Cedric ain't moving. He's not moving. And I think Harry's crying. And then Amos, uh, Cedric's dad, is like, that's my son. That's my son. Like, let me go see my son. What's going on? And then he sees him. And of course, he's freaking out. It was his only kid. Yeah. And so he's, you know, he's just a mess. Mm -hmm. And the like, Harry, like, what, what happened? He, he's like, he's like telling him, he's like, Voldemort's back. He's back. He killed Cedric. Voldemort's back. This, like, you know, like, like you know, ugly sobbing. And then uh, Mad Eye Moody comes and he goes, hey, dude, like, we need this. Is, you, you, we need to leave. You, you shouldn't be here right now. So he grabs Harry, but and Harry's like, "No, don't, don't drag him, don't pull me away from him. Like, let me stay here." And yeah. Madame Moody's like, "No, we gotta go." So he drags him back, basically drags him back to the castle. 
And at this point, Harry's numb. He's just numb. Yeah. Uh, again, and remember, he is 14. He's 14. No. It's important to keep in mind his age through these books. No. And so, again, I apologize for the length of this, but there's just a lot that happens. He Like, they pull him back in. Uh, he's, you know, they're talking, and then... Uh, Bad Eye's like, look, just, just tell me what happened in the graveyard. Just tell me what happened. Here he goes, well, there were these Death Eaters. Lucy's Malfoy was there, which no surprise there. Oh. <laughs> and then he's like, wait. What? What? Bad Eye's like, what are you talking about? He's like, sir, I don't, I didn't say anything about a graveyard. And he goes, oh, no, yeah, of course you did when we were coming back up. And he's like, no, no, I didn't say anything about a graveyard. How did you know it was a graveyard? And then he's like, well, I guess the gig's up, boy. And Harry's like, oh, <laughs> uh, and he then he's like, he's like, I'm the one who helped you get through these tasks. I'm the one who got you to this victory. And he's like, what? And he goes, the dragons. Like who? Like yeah, like Ron was, you know, he got tipped off by his brother. But who do you think tried to help make sure that, as far as I can remember, who do you think helped make sure that his brother was on this mission? Yeah. Um, and Harry's like, wait, what? And he's like, in the task, who do you think told Cedric to put the egg underwater at first? Huh? Do you think that that pretty boy came up with that himself? And Harry's like, dude, he's dead. Respect. Show some respect. <laughs> um, pretty dead boy. boy. Pretty dead boy. And he's like, the task. I showed you how to get through the task. I taught you that little compass spell that you were using to use your, because like his wand was like floating in his hand, like as a compass. He's like, I'm the, I, I made sure you learned about that. He's like, in the gillyweed? It's like, Dobby didn't come with that, up that with himself. I made sure he heard about it. So that way he would tell you about it. I'm the reason you won. And here he goes, you're also the reason I was in there, aren't you? He's like, yeah. Yeah, I was. He goes, okay. What is happening? And then he's like, wait. That, that guy, Barty Crouch, Jr., excuse me, Barty Crouch, who died on school property earlier that we totally talked about. Yes. Like, the whole school was talking about it. Did you kill him? And he's like, yeah. Bing, bam, bada, boom. Dumbledore and Cornelius Fudge and Snape and McGonagall, like, they all, like, burst in. Yeah. And they're like, hey, hey, get, get, get away from him. And so they pull Mad-Eye away from Harry. And they're like, who are you? Like, you you are not Mad-Eye. Who are you? And It's taken us this whole book to figure this, that you're not my friend. Yeah, you're not my friend. I'm Dumbledore. I'm the smartest man in the world. And I've known you're not my friend. <laughs> and so then they... Uh, they realize like he's like trying to like reach for something and then they stop. And then all of a sudden he starts to transform back in his Barty Crouch Jr. He was the man from the beginning who was helping Voldemort. Mm. And he was a former Death Eater. He killed his father. He made sure that Harry, you know, did this and this and that. Yeah. So they're like, you know, they, they give him this truth serum called Veritas Serum. And they're like, so they ask him a bunch of questions and they're like, they're like, okay, well, where, where is the real Mad-Eye Moody? And he's like, well, he's in this, this, chest over there and so they open the chest and matt it's like i mean it's a bigger on the inside kind of thing yeah, yeah. and he's sitting in there and he goes hey albus and he's like hey man what's up he's like hey you know not much <laughs> <laughs> just sitting in a chest <laughs> um and so then they like they arrest him and then they take harry to the hospital wing and he's mm-hmm. sitting there and then all of a sudden uh cornelius fudge comes in here he's like oh thank god the minister's here the minister and i like we're tight we're cool i think he's my bro and you know he's helped me out in the past and so he goes minister you, you have to understand voldemort's back He's back, and he's like, you're, like, you've gone through a lot. You you must be mistaken. Harry's like, no, no, I know what I'm talking about. Believe me, I know what I saw. Yeah. I know what happened. And, well, Krull's, not Krull, uh, excuse me. Fudge. Too many, uh, 
Yes. Fudge is like, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. And he just like, he's like, no, Voldemort's not back. You're lying. And he leaves. And Harry, again, he's crushed because there's this guy who he had trusted in the past, who had helped him in the past, who yeah. just doesn't believe him. Yeah. He's like, great. And then, uh, and, and actually, and then he storm, he comes back in and he goes, by the way, here's your, here's the cup, Triwizard Cup, and here's all your gold for winning the, the wizard tournament, whatever. And he leaves. It's a ton of money. And Harry's like, I don't want this. And of course, and so like all the Weasleys come up because, you know, they're like, oh, yeah, we're, you know, hey, what's up? So Fred and George and Ron, Ginny and Miney, they're all there. And while they're talking, he pulls Fred and George aside and he goes, take the money. And they're like, Harry, that's a lot. We can't take this. You earned this. And he goes, I don't want it. I'm not keeping it. Take the money. You mm -hmm. never got your share from Ludo Bagman. I don't want this money. Take it. So like they kind of sheep and they're like, they're like, OK, fine. Like, you know, after yeah. he like basically pushes it on them. Yeah. They're like, OK, fine. So they take the money. He's like, do whatever. He's like, you know, I know you guys are trying to get these like sweets started, you know, use it to get that started. Like, I don't care. I don't want this. Yeah. So uh, you do that. And then they hold like a nice ceremony for Cedric, remembering him. And, you know, it's very emotional. People are sad. He was a good guy. Of course, Cho was really sad. And Harry's like, could make a move, but I feel like that'd be kind of a not a great, not a great thing to do. So I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. I don't think you can wait that one out. That one's just kind of like, it is what it is. Like, it's not, it's not going to. Yeah. And so, come back. <laughs> oh, if only, if only. And so, <laughs> if only he would listen to me. It's no. true, bro. <laughs> yeah. Um. And so then later on, Hermione. So they're sitting in the library and they're waiting. As far as I can remember, this happens in this book. Uh, Hermione's like, "Bye, guys. By the way, uh, I figured out how Rita Skeeter was figuring out all our conversations." Harry's like, "What?" And she goes, "Here in this jar, there's a little beetle." Harry's like. Oh, she like literally bugged us. And she's like, yeah, like we were like joking about how, oh, maybe she bugged us, but muggle technology doesn't work here. But it got me thinking. Anyone could be an anim animagus. You have like, you're technically supposed to be registered. She's like, but I mean, not everyone is. And so it turns out that Rita Skeeter is an animagus and her form, her animal form is a beetle. And so she would fly into these places, be like, you know, a little fly on the wall, but a beetle on the wall. And that's how she would hear all the different stories, all the scoops. Mm. And so they're like, wait, Hermione, do you have like a hostage? She's like, uh-huh. They're like, uh, and she's like, so I'm just gonna just gonna keep her, just, you know. Woo and they're like, okay. And so then it's time to say goodbye to all the schools and you know, people made friends. And Crumb, he comes up to Hermione, he goes, Hey girl, here's my address. Write me some time. She's like, okay. And Ron's like, Hey Herman. <laughs> <laughs> um and so and then Fleur comes up to Harry and she's like, thank you again for saving my sister. You know, you and me, you need anything. Let me know. I got you. And Harry's like, cool, thanks. So then they leave and Harry's like, my life sucks now. And they're like, yeah, it does. Uh, and that, that's the end of the book. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of, it kind of, you know, it ends on a kind of a dour note. Yeah, yeah. And like an episode five. Star Wars. Yeah, definitely. Which is my favorite, so. Empire Strikes Back is good. It's a good one. It's the best. Again, sorry it went on kind of long. I don't. I don't even know how long it was. I don't want to know how long it was. It was a hot minute. It was probably like an hour. And some change. Oh, I'm sorry. So guys. good. Y'all got you got your money's worth. I'll try to be faster on the next one. You got your money's worth, and you didn't pay anything, so you got this all for free. There you so go. There sorry. you go, everybody. Oh, oh well, there you go. There is the Goblet of Bros. You've been able to enjoy. You've been able to monks and gom on it. So it's now in your belly. There it mm -hmm. is. Next next one is the is uh the order of bros. 
also known as Order of the Phoenix. The Order of Bros and the seven foot tall Jenny. She's not seven. She is in my heart. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. That'll do it for us this week. Make sure you hit the like, you share it, you subscribe it, all those things. If you know somebody that's enjoying the listening, let us know. Five-star rating. Put it in there. Mm-hmm. It helps us out. Helps mm-hmm. discoverability. So this has been Zach. And Allie. Y'all have an awesome, awesome week.